0: The horses are on the track Right around Australia on SEN Track Thanks to Racing Queensland This is the Queensland Hoop With Sam Collett
1: Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I, Alyssa Smith, are bringing you the latest in Queensland racing news. Sam, a big hello to you. Happy Friday.
2: Happy Friday to you. And I hope you didn't overindulge in too many uh, chocolates over the long Easter weekend. I know I didn't.
1: What do you mean just over the long weekend? I've still been eating them all week.
2: <laughs> so as you get like a um, like a backlog of them and you feel like you'd be eating cho- chocolate for like a whole, like another two weeks and like, oh, I don't want to see another chocolate again for at least another week. <laughs>
1: but that is exactly where I am right now. <laughs> that is
2: exactly where I am.
1: Yeah. Um, but happy Easter.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Weekend. And you too. It was thank obviously a, a busy enough weekend for me with, well, we had Friday off, obviously. Uh, races Saturday, Sunday, Monday, trials Tuesday, races Wednesday, Thursday off. What Sunny Coast tonight and um, Eagle Farm tomorrow. Sunshine Coast Sunday. So yeah, beautiful. How was it on Sunday? Being Easter
1: Sunday, did you hand out chocolates to other jockeys? Was there any of that going on?
2: Oh, there does actually. There's a little bit of that that goes on. You know, some nice. of the girls bring some stuff in, but um, yeah, I received a a lovely lint chocolate like uh, bunny. So that was absolutely fantastic. Nice. Yeah, so I made a pig of myself on that Sunday <laughs> morning. Um, but, yes, obviously we mustn't indulge in too much chocolate. No. No good for the waistline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of that, uh, since we last saw you and spoke to you on Friday, you raced at Doombin, had a couple of places there, and then Sunshine Coast, as we mentioned, on Sunday. Then Ipswich switch on Monday.
2: Yeah, it was a pretty hectic uh, weekend, obviously. Had a couple of really nice uh, runners there on Saturday. Amalgamation, he ran a really nice second. He's a horse that's looking to get over a... 2,000 metre plus trip, um, but I was really happy with his run, and Bo Rumble for Gillian Heinrich. he was only just got, you know, run down in the shadows of the post, so, yeah, a couple there to watch out for next time.
1: And then this week as well, no slowing down, uh, you've been a doomin' on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, had a winner for um, Peter Roble, who's recently relocated um, up from Sydney, he's now based at the Gold Coast, obviously a very good jockey in his own right, and has been training for a while, that was, I believe, his second winner since he's been here in three weeks, so fantastic effort, uh, that little horse is one to watch out for, Rykon. I believe. I believe it's how you pronounce his name or Richon, however you want to pronounce it. But <laughs> he's a horse to watch out for too. He won really well. Um, so hopefully there's another race for him during the carnival.
1: Beautiful. And we must say, what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, every week we have a special guest on this show. And this week, wow, talent, that is for sure. A trainer who has teamed up with his dad Tell yeah. us a little bit about this backstory.
2: Yeah, so obviously Trent and Toby Edmonds are mm-hmm. um, forced to be reckoned with down at the Gold Coast. They've had some very, very good horses, you know, go through the stable. They've got a couple of really interesting runners going around this week in which I'm excited to talk to Trent about. And you know, a little chit-chat on you know, obviously his background into racing. Seems like a fairly logical one, but I don't think racing uh, training was always maybe his first career choice. So, yeah, looking forward to chatting with Trent.
1: Beautiful. Well, let's bring him in right now. Trent Edmonds from Edmonds Racing. He's been extremely busy. Trent, great to speak to you this morning.
0: Yeah, likewise. Ladies, how are we all?
2: Yes, very well. Thank you, Trent. And what does this Friday morning entail for you? Have you been busy track work and then just having a bit of downtime?
0: Track work so far, office, office. Um running through next week's noms and and stuff and rider bookings and whatnot. And um, that's about that. About to go home for some breakfast.
2: Oh, that must be nice. What's that breakfast like?
0: (laughs) 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 Well, after Easter, I'm on a little bit of a diet. (laughs) Are we all? um, Are we all? (laughs) Not a a great deal.
2: (laughs) No, well, that's all right. You're allowed to overindulge. I want to have a chat with you, just sort of touching on briefly about you, you know, what goes into when you've got to, you know, nominate horses in advance? Obviously, it's sort of what, uh, like a week out, you've got to book your riders. I know some people book riders a couple of weeks out. Like, so how proactive have you got to be with
0: that? If you want to get the rider that you that you want, yeah, you've got to be um, really proactive. And as you just said, uh, some book a fortnight out. We're sort of not quite a fortnight, but we're not far off that. Um, and then there's you know. Worrying about what, what rider will suit what horse or what rider you think will suit a certain horse or have they ridden it previously and, and whatnot. And There's a little bit of thought that goes into it, but that yeah, that process is sort of 10 days out kind of thing. And um, then hopefully we, everything goes well in regards to all that and um, you get who you want and, and weight and whatever else. And um, yeah, that's how, that's how it sort of goes about things.
1: You must have your favourites. Do, you, do you look at the horse and think, oh, that this jockey will suit that horse, or do you simply go by experience of a jockey?
0: Um, I think well, in the past we, we had like Jeff Lloyd who was basically stable jockey for us, so that was pretty easy to be putting him on. He was a champion and, and could ride any weight you wanted him to if if we had sort of something going into a classics plate that was carrying no weight he could ride 52 easily so the, the decision was made for us there um going forward um yeah you sort of i suppose a lot of trainers want to stick with people they've had luck with and um someone who comes and puts in a bit, a bit of the hard grafts some track work trials and whatever else and to remain loyal to some to some point, but then also some hard decisions need to be made at times where you know someone might not be getting on with with one uh, in the run, and that one of the jockeys will put their hand up and say, "Listen, maybe try someone else," and you might get a different result, which is always well appreciated as well.
2: I think that's a fair comment to make too, because what most people don't understand a horses, you know, like people have their own personalities and things like that. And from a riding perspective, there have certainly been times where I've said, listen, this is a horse that I don't feel like I'm getting the best out of. Maybe you're better to try someone else. Like it's obviously not, you don't want to be giving your rides away. Mm. Um, But for all intents and purposes, getting the best result, you're better off. If you know it's not gelling, then, you know, putting your hand up and be like, like you need a change. Wow.
0: Mm. And that's a really, it's a really noble thing to do. Like yeah. you, you know, mm. you, um, sort of uh as you just said, giving giving your own rides away, taking you know, food off your plate, so to speak. Um but in the long run I think people respect that more than more than not and all right, well you know, you've helped me out there and um suggested something else or someone else and, and we got a result. So people do remember that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I want to talk to you too, before you got into training, obviously you've been in training partnership with your dad for a little while now, but they tell me that you used to play a bit of tennis.
0: <laughs> uh yeah I, I suppose it's one of those things where um as you get a little bit older you realize what you missed and, and how hard you should have gone and i was a bit young and i suppose you could say think you're doing everything you can to try and make it to a certain level and then when you get a little bit older you realize that you weren't and that, that's yeah it's a bit of a kick in the gut but that's life and that's how things go but um uh, haven't had a hit for a while. Yeah, I can I can still hit a ball when I when I need to, yeah. <laughs> so
1: hang on. So so did you used to compete when you were younger?
0: Yeah, if, if, oh, when I was fifteen, sixteen and that we had a couple of um overseas trips with not a great deal of success. Those some of those guys over there were just a complete different level. They were pretty pretty darn good. So um yes, that sort of subsided. I ended up breaking my leg. Um, in a stupid accident, I fell down a flight of stairs, and that was tennis gun. And then um, I'm not laughing, That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so, yeah, here I am.
1: So, the kind of thing you can laugh at now, but at the time, wow. Hey, I want to ask you so you and your dad teamed up in 2019, how did that come about? Because working with family can be a very, very tricky situation.
0: Oh, kinda never. Um <laughs> and and, <laughs> and Sam's seen us at the track a few times too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um it's yeah, it, no, it has its challenges but it also has its rewards. Um, how did that come about? So uh, I'd been sort of his second in charge since early two thousand and twelve, so it was a fairly long apprenticeship and um we took a couple of horses to England, Hoots and raced at Royal Ascot and um
2: they must have been I so massive. Of... Yeah.
0: Oh, that was, that was huge. We we um, spent four months over there prepping her. She basically had her whole prep over there. Um, and then when she ran, uh, our track work rider and I spent a month um, travelling around Europe, having a bit of a look. And um, our last destination was France. I was in at the airport on the way home, just about to board the flight. And Toby said, oh, I've been thinking about, you want to go into a training partnership? And I said, well... Okay, sweet as, and um, <laughs> sort, of, sort of never never looked back on kind of thing, yeah, that's, and that's, that's how that came about, but it was, as I said, um, early doors, like 2012, early days was a real battle, and um, he just backed himself, we had a bit of luck as far as um, buying yearlings and having some stakes wins and some bigger wins, and um, then it just snowballed from there, and he sort of um, had a job ready made for me.
1: Fast forward several years, how's it all, how, how is it all tracking now?
0: At the moment, um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We've been <laughs> going horribly. Um, we, uh, it's, it's hard. Like we were running second on the Metro Premiership for five years in a row to Tony Gollan, who obviously has the cream of the crop and a stack of horses, um, where our numbers were never ever that big, and so beating him at the time was unrealistic. Mm. And then, sort of, um, uh, we were punching above our weight, well and truly. And then we, uh, you know, sold a couple of horses to Hong Kong, probably half a dozen geldings to Hong Kong. And that really mm. hurts your, um, while it's good for the bank balance, it, it hurts your sort of top line of horses. And um, then we haven't been able to really recover from that. So we're just plotting away, getting a result here and there, and um, just, you know, doing our best.
1: It, at one stage, when you first teamed up, I think you're in the top 10 trainers in the country or something like that with 135 winners, a strike rate of 20%. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah that was um that was really good um first season 2019 2020 and then obviously 2020 um we won the stradbroke with ty zone and uh vanna girl was coming through as a three-year-old she won a number of races uh in the winter of that covid year as well and i think she won a group three and a group two uh we had a, a fair decent amount of horses at that time and um started off with a bang so hopefully one day soon we can get back to that level
2: i'm absolutely sure that you will because class is permanent and you know when you you have a good run like you said you had earlier on you've got these good horses are up and running it's always easy to go through you know as we know with racing it's highs and lows you go through a lull and you've obviously got young stock coming through you've sold a few horses and um it doesn't mean that you're not working any harder if anything you're probably working harder with you know that kind of quality of horse trying to get back to where you were so it's always important to appreciate it when you're having a really good run like that and you've got some quality horses around you but you also had a fair bit of success with Hardy Empire he's obviously a horse that's or you'd say he's probably a little bit long in the tooth um but he certainly has found a new lease on life of late and especially last prep
0: yeah he so he has just recently retired after his last run in Sydney so um it was sad to see him go sort of last four seasons. He'd become part of the furniture, um, you know, with some really good highlights. I think he won three group races for us and he was just a tremendous old horse. Um, and he sort of come along at a time that we were getting the ball rolling and we needed a good horse like him. But even though he didn't win a group one, not many horses, as you know, can win sort of three group races. And he was able to do that for us and won at the massive odds uh, in the Missile stakes last And Toby pipped him to any anyone who would listen. So that was (laughs) nice,
2: Dad. A good
0: a good good bit of judgment. I think he actually might have had something on it, a hundred twenties or something. So.
2: That's massive. I More remember remember watching no, him win no. down there and I thought that's unreal because he always looks like such a tough horse to ride. You know, I've seen the boys riding him um, at the trials and stuff like that. And he pulls hard and he gets on, a, you know, does his work. And <laughs> I was like, God, he looks like a hard horse to ride. But Rachel King obviously got the best out of him that day. And um, he showed, you know, what he can definitely do.
0: Yeah, it was a it's uh, it was a great memory. To be fair, and Rachel done a fantastic job. It was awesome. So, um, yes, I'll be thinking about that one for a long time.
2: <laughs> it gets you up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: this weekend <laughs> you've got a few horses racing. This weekend, Eagle Farm, Gold Coast, Polytrack, and then the Sunshine Coast as well.
0: Yes, that's correct. Um, We've got a couple of really nice horses um, resuming for their winter targets in Alpine Edge and the Vows. I think the Valves is one he blast four and Alpine Edge was the last start victor on Magic Millions Day in the cutest race. So um,
2: And he's drawn two the marble really nice horses. The one barrier yes, should
0: Alpine. Unlike, unlike your ride, Sam. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: <I've> got, <laughs> what have you got? Well, My one's drawn twenty for Trent and Toby. So What's it drawn?
1: Barrier twenty. Wow. <laughs> okay. And you got barrier one Trent.
0: Yeah, well, Alpine Edge has drawn Barrier One, yep. and um, it's a very, very good quality race. I mean, Rothfire and, and the like. So, um, his aim is a couple of weeks away in the Archer, and then yeah. whatever we can find for him in the in the winter. But um, he just needs to go around uh, on Saturday, and he loves Eagle Farm. Obviously, the speed's going to be hot, and he's drawn a soft gate, so. He'll be really hitting the line late. Whether or not he could beat those sort of sharp ones over a 1,000, I'm not too sure. But I'd really just like to see him charge through the line and, and um, have a good bit of benefit out of it for a couple of weeks' time when we're taking a Rockhampton. It's a, a fantastic race up there, and we'd love to um, really win that and then springboard into the winter.
2: Yeah, well, it, like you say, it's certainly a hot bunch Um you know that field, you're going to get a fairly good line, and I'd say there's a fair few horses that will come out of that race. Obviously, head up to the arch too. So, and the vows, you see, he's you know obviously at the back of was picket, you know, fence line form is unreal. Um, how is he coming into Saturday's race?
0: Yeah, he's super. We just gave him a soft trial at Bow Desert on Tuesday, as we did with Alpine Edge. He had a sort of harder jump out on the poly here uh two Fridays ago. He didn't have long off. I think he had two weeks off format of his last win where he carried a stack of weight was good with um, the Taplin's horse going down and winning the Tullock Stakes um, a couple of weeks ago at Rose Hill. Tapl doodle do, I think it was called. and um, our And our fellow gave it a, a spanking um, at his last outing uh, nearly two months ago. So, um, you know, he's in good shape heading towards the Queensland Guineas in a fortnight's time and... Um, basically that's gonna be a fork in the road for him whether we go up in journey or, or drop back and he'll be nominated for you know the Stradbroke and those type of races too. That might be a bit of a pipe dream but um we've got to nom and see how he goes. If he's able to knock his next two over then he probably deserves his shot.
2: Well, I'll have to race you home for a milkshake in both those last two races. I ride Cinefire <laughs> in the Sprint, and I ride uh, Kiwi Horse Wytak in the 1,400m uh, the three-yard race. So we'll see how we go. Milkshakes are on. <laughs> You're <laughs> on. <wrong. laughs> hey, Trent, thanks so much for your
1: time. We really appreciate you coming on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Great to speak with you. Best of luck this weekend.
0: Thank you very much. Really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> thanks, Trent. What a ripper of a bloke. Good luck. I can't wait to uh, see what happens when you both go head-to-head yeah. this weekend.
2: He's a great young trainer, Trent. He's done a fantastic job.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, coming up after the break, we'll have the latest in Racing Queensland news. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses
0: are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEM Track.
1: Welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sam, this weekend, where can we expect to see you racing?
2: I will be tonight, Sunshine Coast. Tomorrow, it will be at Eagle Farm. Sunday, back at the Sunshine Coast. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. 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 Hopefully, there's some winners sprinkled amongst them. Keeping it local. Three left. Three winners left to the thousand. So hopefully, it's this weekend. Three. Three. You
1: could hit the the lucky one thousand mark. How cool would that be? How exciting! We'll have to bring in some everyone, streamers.
2: Everyone, cross their fingers and toes for me, please. Yes.
1: Crossing. Crossing. <laughs> crossing. Crossing. Uh, as you mentioned, Sunshine Coast uh, Racing Queensland. They have an additional race there added to the program. It is the Maiden Plate, uh, sixteen hundred meters. $30,000 in that one. Yes. Um, and also racing at Rockhampton as well. Racing on Saturday, tomorrow, Eagle Farm, Aquas Park at Gold Coast, that's on the Poly Track, and Toowoomba, the Night An additional race um, at toowoomba as well the benchmark 65 handicap the 1300 meter and also the benchmark 58 handicap 1100 meter there as well and racing continues tomorrow at townsville too in the country max walton gimpy gundawindi Blackall, and fangle then on sunday we wrap it up as always on the sunshine coast as some news as well queensland racing carnival gets underway next week April 29 to June the
2: 1st. It's all getting busy, winter yes. carnival time.
1: Yes, cannot wait for that one. Uh, it goes across 10 weeks. it be a little bit different across winter too, oh, won't it? Yes, it, it will. How exciting. Well, Sam, best of luck this weekend. Thanks so much for tuning into The Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I on SEN track. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. I you